privilege this morning to um, lead us in a celebration of what great things God has done here at Clearwater Church uh, in the last ministry year, 2016 to 2017. Uh, I, I hope, did you enjoy uh, the pop quiz this morning? Yeah. Wasn't that fun? Um, uh, it is, uh, uh, is your soul thirsty? Um, thinking back to our, just our previous memory verse, do, you, do your lips praise God? Um, are you storing up treasure uh, that doesn't, uh, that's not vulnerable to uh, moth and rust? Um, one of the things I, I really appreciate about this church is that we stand solidly on the scripture. Uh, and uh, I wanted to start our celebration today with a, a, a scripture principle that I think is really um, faithful to what God has done in our midst in this last year. And the Holy Spirit, uh, I think, led me to um, the parable of the talents. Um, and I'll not uh, read or paraphrase the whole thing, but, but I wanted to uh, point to the principle uh, where uh, a, a, wealthy, um, a wealthy man has given some of his uh, wealth to uh, some servants to manage, and he's come back from his travels. And now he's, he has an opportunity to, uh, to share with them uh, how, um, how he feels about what they've done. One of his servants is, uh, doesn't share in this blessing, but the, but the ones that have been faithful, this is what he has to say. Let's go to the next slide if we're able. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share in your master's happiness. Um, Clearwater Church, I believe, has been uh, a good and faithful servant, uh, and uh, you've been very generous, and, and our uh, celebration this morning will, will touch on several of those things, and uh, I really um, am touched uh, by uh, how, how great uh, God has poured out his, his gifts and talents on this congregation and, and uh, what we're able to do with those. Well, we've got much to celebrate, so I'll move along. Um, some of this will look like a picture book because um, we did recover um, pictures from a bunch of the events and things that we, uh, we did throughout the year. And uh, as I studied those, it really drew me back to those events, and I hope you'll see that too. So uh, the slides are not full of words. They're full of, more full of pictures, and I hope you'll appreciate that. Well, uh, we, we'll start out with uh, celebrating Mike as our, as our senior pastor and, and how solid his leadership has been. But in 2016 to 2017, we were able to add James Embry as our community life pastor and Josh Adams uh, as our worship leader, um, really expanding our staff to, to serve our needs and, and uh, make our worship experience here all the more rich for that. Um, our elder board, of which I'm... Uh, Fortunate to be chair. Um, I was going to say I, vo I was volunteered to be chair, but, um, but, but it's a high calling, and I really appreciate the honor. Um, Greg Balco, uh, Chris uh, Kefalos, and uh, Mike, uh, or, or sorry, Ken McCormick um, uh, share with me in the elder board, and of course Mike meets, meets with us as, uh, as an elder board meeting. Uh, and we could not have done all this without uh, part-time staff, but also a host of volunteers. Uh, and I'll not try to, to name everyone, but um, you'll see when we get to community life, one of the things I really, really appreciate about uh, Clearwater Church, I think, is just the number of volunteers that, that plug in here and, uh, and, and get engaged. And because of that, you ha you're spending time with one another. You're getting to know one another, and it's, um, and it's generating a, a sense of community that uh, I think uh, brings a warmth to this congregation. 
And I would be remiss, I think, uh, to go on without mentioning Alec Paul, who um, was our associate pastor up through um, uh, the middle of this year and has gone on from here uh, to, um, to seminary and, uh, and a greater calling. So we really appreciate uh, the fact that we're able to send people out. Well, one of the things uh, that we do as an elder board at our, at our quarterly uh, business meetings is go over the numbers. And so the engineer and me had to put some numbers on a slide. Um, fortunately, I put the numbers on there small enough, I think, that you can't read <laughs> most of them. And, uh, and that gives me a chance to just focus on a few. Uh, <laughs> Um, you've been very faithful. Uh, our, our weekly giving is, is growing, and, um, uh, and, and there's a testament to how generous you've been. And because of that, we're able to be faithful. As a church, we dedicate uh, 10% of our weekly giving to, um, to a church tithe, and we've been able to, to give uh, $29,000 during the ministry year. Uh, we are for, so fortunate to be debt-free that we also have cash on hand. Um, $282,000 sounds like an enormous amount of money, right? Of that, really, uh, uh, over $100,000 is already dedicated to our expansion fund, uh, expansion beyond Wendler. Um, there'll be a time when we uh, overwhelm this space, and, and we need to know we have to have a plan. What will we do with that? Mike will be able to talk to that a little bit more. Um, giving. Because uh, of your generosity and, and our ability to, to um, pass this on, uh, we've been able to support um, many out, outside organizations. And um, uh, this is just a collection of the logos of each of those organizations. Um, actually, it was a, a bit of a challenge to organize all the logos on one slide so, that it, uh, so they weren't overlapping. And uh, I think that was awesome. Maybe next year we'll have two slides. <clears throat> um, so just in, in summary, um, these were one-time gifts to 11 different organizations. Um, I've been particularly blessed um, when a representative from these organizations has come in here and, uh, and been able to share their testimony. Um, not only uh, the great need that they are able to uh, highlight for us, but how, um, how our tithe, our giving, has impacted their, their ability to meet that need. I'm going to move on from that to, uh, to outreach. Um, we have, uh, I think, have a heart um, to be out in the community and, and, uh, and communicating with the community our, our love and, um, and God's uh, message. And we do that you know, through our hands and feet as, as well as through our words. So in uh, 2016, we were able to do our second back-to-school party for Wendler, um, and uh, uh, that's been such a great joy uh, to, to see all the children and all the parents uh, come in and be blessed uh, by, a, by an afternoon of uh, a fun games. Um, and uh, and it's, it's just been, I think, so fun to give back to the church or, or back to the school in that way. We served a Thanksgiving meal at the Hickel House on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, we did a cookie canvassing uh, through the neighborhood, inviting uh, folks to church. And uh, through that, uh, we, or, or uh, following that, in, in the Christmas season, we were able to give uh, Christmas gifts to, uh, to everyone in, uh, in 10 needy families here at Wendler. Again, meeting a great need here locally. We, um, we hosted teacher appreciation dinners. 
in the fall and in the spring, kind of, I think, tying together with the parent-teacher conferences, uh, where the teachers are, are a bit stressed in the midst of that, and we were able to bless them with, uh, with a dinner. We've, uh, people, folks in our congregation have supported um, eight children through Compassion International, uh, folks in other parts of the world that, are, that really are needing some support. We ran a, uh, an outdoor club again this, uh, this summer. James uh, was able to, to herd um, up to 10 children um, uh, each, each week um, in outdoor exercises and um, uh, out, I think enhancing not just um, some fitness and activity but an understanding of the gospel. And uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll credit Ed, uh, Greg Balco uh, with his, um, uh, his, his faithful, his vision, not just his vision, but his, uh, his stamina and his, uh, his ability to keep leading the Norvik mission trip. Uh, and I believe, Greg, you're on for another mission trip. Looking forward to that. Um, I want to encourage you, if, um, if you have, uh, and if you're uncertain what that is, go talk to Greg about it and learn more. But if you're... Um, if you're able to join Greg on that mission trip, you'll find that everyone that goes to Norvik is, uh, is blessed uh, by the experience there. And, uh, and that's probably over and above uh, the service that they're able to do in Norvik, which is, which is deeply appreciated. Well, moving on from, from outreach, um, one of the things that uh, we come every Sunday for is, um, is some teaching. Uh, and Mike blessed us with several sermon series that uh, were, were powerful. Um, I like the fact that the pop quiz uh, tied together the memory verses from, from each of these uh, sermon series and um, reminded you on uh, the ground that we've covered this last year. So we, we went over foolproof. Um, where do you find wisdom? Well, it's in the Proverbs. Who is God? Uh, the Beatitudes. I was going to ask uh, if there was anyone brave enough to stand up and recite all the Beatitudes, but uh, I'll not do that. Uh, and, of course, Psalms. Um, uh, David's cry out to God as, as he is um, sharing uh, how great he's blessed, but also how great his need is. <clears throat> well, community life. Uh, I, I, I think that the sense of community, the warmth that we have here is special. I want to say I think that people can feel this when they come in the door. And um, that's, a, that's a testimony to how, how committed you are when you come to, to visit with us. And I, I just pray that you would uh, continue to, to reach out. If you're, if you're uh, sitting next to someone you don't, introduce yourself. Um, uh, if you're not if you're not plugged in here yet, uh, meet James at the back and and go to the plug-in station and and um, and find out how you can serve. Uh, I think the community here is rich, and it's uh, one of the things that makes Clearwater Church special. Well, continuing with community, we um, we had three prayer meetings outside of our of our normal um, Sunday service, and um, and we're able to join together in, in concentrated prayer. We have journey groups. That's, uh, that's really uh, the discipling tool of Clearwater Church. And our participation in those journey groups is growing. 116 people um, met together in journey groups in the, in the fall of 2016 and 121 people in the spring of 2017. Summer of 2017, we fielded two competitive softball teams. Um, we, <laughs> we actually had a... Uh, a photo of uh, Katie Balco um, looking fierce, and I was going to feature that one in, 
instead just because of the, um, uh, the determination that was evident there, but I didn't want to embarrass her. More than I have already. Um, and then a variety of connecting events. Church potlucks, a church picnic, men's breakfast, the women's backpacking trip, and a day in the park. Um, we're, we're together as a family outside of this area, and, uh, and I really enjoy that and the time we spend together, particularly out in God's creation, which is, which is rich. And um, Let's see, we'll move on to baptisms. One of the uh, joys we have, I think, is, is, uh, is sharing the gospel and seeing people respond to it. And, um, and a baptism, of course, is that outward um, expression of, of an inward um, decision to, to follow Christ and to, and to be um, accountable, really, to the, the body in terms of what Christ calls us to. So we, we celebrate that we've got five baptisms that we experienced through um, 2016, 2017. And then closing, um, I wanted to lead us back to our um, vision and, um, and mission um, statements. And one of the things that, that you'll not have seen, but that, that, that we develop in the midst of our uh, elder board meetings and, and um, uh, re reviewing budget and reviewing goals. Uh, we had we have goals for uh, the uh, the ministry year. So for the for the 2016-2017 ministry year, uh, one of our goals was to baptize 20 people. We've fallen a little bit short of that goal, so there's room for improvement there, right? Um, we are, one of our goals was that 70% of adults would be participating in a journey group, and we've got over 60 almost 65% participation. Uh, so we're, we're very close to that goal. I want to encourage you to continue uh, with journey groups, another opportunity to uh, experience community outside of this um, Sunday service. We had a goal to grow in attendance, and uh, a lofty goal of, of 270 in attendance um, uh, at the end of the ministry year. And our average um, attendance, our average weekly attendance for 2016 to 2017 was up over 200. Uh, I think we were at 206. So we're headed in the right direction. I think in a time when, uh, you know, certainly the, the Anchorage economy and, and people are stressed financially and um, uh, we're, we're seeing folks, folks leave the state, um, I'm, I'm encouraged that we're growing in the midst of a time when uh, I think other, other folks are challenged to maintain uh, and we had a goal for uh, for weekly giving, um, and we are we are so close to that goal. Uh, you you exceeded our expectations. We exceeded what we actually budgeted for in uh, in 2016 and 2017. And and I and I want to compliment you on your generosity. Um, it's one of the reasons why we have cash on hand and why we're debt free. Well, um, let's take us back to the to the parable of the talents and and that. Um, Wealthy man who is uh, responding to his his faithful servants. Um, uh, I want to close in a in a word of prayer, and um, I hope you'll bow your heads with me. Lord Jesus, thank you for uh, pouring out your gifts and talents on this body, and for your um, 
your faithful response and receiving those, those gifts and talents and, and turning them into um, community and uh, ministry and, um, and connections. Uh, I just pray that you would uh, continue uh, as we uh, faithfully uh, return to you our gifts and talents, that you would uh, continue to um, pour, pour your spirit into this gathering, that, that we would blossom and uh, be a great light for the community, that your word might be shared and people might come to know you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amazing what God is doing through us, and I can't underline boldly enough the us. Uh, this is something, what, what we just rehearsed is what we are doing. No, no one person can do this. No small group can do this. It's, this takes a community. Before we talk about uh, next year and our plan for next year, I want to honor Chris Kefalos. So, Chris, if you'll come forward. Look at that handsome picture of Chris. <clears throat> My dear friend, and so Chris has... You're moving away from me. Come on, come on. So, Chris has been an integral part of the leadership here at Clearwater Church from before we began... Uh, breathing into Sabrina and me courage, faith in God to take this step. He was an elder at Change Point, resigned in order to help us uh, start this church. And even before we had elders, he was functioning as an elder. He's been the treasurer of the church this entire time. Uh, and so Chris has just been um, a massive support and help to, to Clearwater Church um, due to wanting to spend some more time with his kids before they go off to school. He is resigned as an elder, uh, but we don't want to just let him walk away. We want to say thank you and celebrate your faithfulness. So uh, Sabrina and I were brainstorming, what can we get Chris? Uh, kind of a gift. And so I think we've got a gift for you. Oh yeah, it's a giant Australian sheep rug. Six foot by four foot or something like that. Oh, yeah. So we figured you throw this you know, on your couch or on your floor, not your floor, we throw it on your couch, and then when you look at it, you'll remember your time as a shepherd, and that now that you're not an elder, feel free to fleece the sheep. <laughs> I'm draping it over you, man. Oh, yeah. Shepherd right here. Shepherd of the flock. Thank you, Mark. Yes. So extend a hand, we're going to say thank you uh, to Chris and to the Lord. Lord, I thank you for this dear friend, dear brother in Christ. God, he has put uh, unbelievable uh, hours and effort into Clearwater Church. He's been a faithful leader, a tremendous elder. And it's difficult for me to say um, goodbye for now. Hopefully it's just for now, Lord. Um, but we just celebrate. Uh, celebrate his efforts on all of our behalf. We're all blessed because of Chris. And Lord, give him great joy uh, as he just watches Clearwater continue to move forward into what you've called us to be. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Now, I need the Kefalos boys to come up with my object lesson. Oh, yeah. So for the last number of anniversaries, I've pulled out this object lesson. It's the principle of the flywheel. So, okay, right, there we go. Remember this principle? Uh, you want to 
if you just keep pressing in the same direction, uh, you will things you'll go farther and faster than you could have. Come on, keep it straight. There we go, level. And so it's the principle of sidewheel. Now, if you if you're going here and going there, you you don't benefit. So you want to keep pressing in the same direction. Awesome, guys. Thank you. That's the principle of flywheel. And it's a very important principle for organizations, actually for anyone. But you want to just keep pressing in the same direction. And then you benefit from all of the uh, work that you've done before. So as we talk about next year's plan, and everybody go ahead and pull out your uh, vision and mission card. As we talk about next year's ministry plan, it's a, a lot of it's just more of the same because we've been doing good stuff and we're going to just keep doing it and do more of it. God has been blessing it so far, so we're going to just continue to press in. So our vision and our mission, hope I, they should never change. You think that God has given us the vision and the mission right in the Bible. The vision is to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, love our neighbor as ourself. That's the vision for every Christian's life. That's the vision for the church. And our mission is to go into all the world and make disciples, teaching them to obey all that Christ commanded. And so we are, um, we are on mission. What do we want to be known for? These are our values. And four years ago, these were all aspirational values. Uh, we aspired to these things. We wanted Clearwater to um, look like this. But hopefully now you will hear some reality as we walk through these things. Um, some of them are no longer purely aspirational, right? They're becoming real. So number one, we want to be known for taking the gospel to the lost. Uh, we can't expect all of the lost people to be willing to come to us, right? Now, part of it is we do try to craft um, services that are um, inspiring and where we want to bring our uh, unchurched friends, but we've also got to go to where the lost people are, and that's outreach. We want to be known for Bible teaching that speaks to the modern world. We want to be answering questions that modern people are asking. And we know that sometimes the biblical perspective is not, doesn't line up with popular culture. And so sometimes our, our, the stances we take are a little uh, kind of uncomfortable, but we are trying to be biblical. Third, we want to be known for services that we want our unchurched friends to experience. Here's the goal. I'm hoping that that we sit there on Sunday and think, ah, if only my friend had been here today. Uh, this would have uh, most likely opened uh, his heart to God's love. I wish they had not missed this. And if that happens week after week, then eventually we'll say, I'm going to just invite my friend, right? Number four, we want to be known for attracting and integrating younger adults. So from the beginning, God has given us uh, a high percentage of young adults attending. We don't want to lose that distinctive. But we don't want to just attract younger adults. We want to integrate them as well fully into the life of 
the church. And so we want to give them, and so we try to give upfront roles, we try to give leadership roles uh, to our younger adults. Number five, we want to be known for walking toward need. Um, and this is, this is something we all have to uh, commit ourselves to. Because when you walk toward need, it can be messy, it can be scary, takes time, energy, often money. But we want to be a church that walks toward need. And so we have said, hey, right now, God has placed us at Wendler Middle School. Let's walk toward need at Wendler. And that's been a mantra of ours here for the last few years. And I and, um, feel like we've only scratched the surface, but it's amazing the payoff already. We want to be known for a high degree of journey group participation. And as Bill uh, noted, 64, 65%, 64 64, 65% of uh, adults and teenagers last year were involved in a journey group as compared to adult weekly attendance. And then finally, we want to be known for planting churches and being multi-site. Now, this is still totally aspirational, but that's our plan for stewarding growth. Uh, As we grow, uh, the intention is to plant churches and be multi-site. And I'll talk more about that in just a little bit. So now, we also have, uh, we have a plan for your life, and to speak to that, Sabrina. She tells me what I'm supposed to do, so <laughs> yeah. why not tell you? I have right? a plan for everyone's life, <laughs> <laughs> and I have a plan for every one of your lives. Are you ready? All right, so um, what we want you to do is to be cultivating your own personal relationship with the Lord. Um, The Lord has a unique relationship with every single one of you, and it does not look like the relationship he has with me. It is unique to you. And what the... The foundation, what's really at the foundation of cultivating that relationship is Bible reading and prayer. Um, There's nothing like it. Any time of the year um, or any time of your life, there needs to be a book of the Bible that you are in. If any time I want to be, if somebody says, hey, what are you reading right now in the Bible? I want to have an answer. I want you to ask me that. Anytime, like, ooh. Put you on the spot. What are you reading right now in the Bible? Think about that. What are you reading right now in the Bible? So at any given time in my my life, I always try to be in a book. Right now, I randomly chose um, 1 Samuel, so I'm reading that right now. Um, But you can be reading anything, but stay engaged on a daily basis with the Lord in His Word and through praying. We want you to be doing that. Share your faith in Jesus. You have a story to tell. If you belong to Christ, he changed your life. You have a story. Tell your story wherever you are. Um, The Lord gave me an opportunity in a bakery to give a little bit of my story. And it was after my parents died and um, someone I've I've gotten, have become friends with there. I just said, you know, the Lord did an amazing work in my dad um, in restoring my relationship with him and dramatically changed his, his life because he began to follow the Lord. That was it. That's all I had to say just to tell a little bit of my story. Tell your story. Share your faith. Share. Be Christ wherever you are to your family. Be Christ to your neighbors, to your coworkers, um, and so on. Prioritize Christian community. And that's what we're doing this morning. We're prioritizing meeting together, worshiping together, encouraging one another. Journey groups are um, instrumental in that. You can't do this alone. Um, I, 
I have a small group or journey group, and I will say, what are your spiritual goals? And you, you need other people speaking into your life and encouraging you. So prioritize um, meeting together on Sunday and in, with, your, with smaller groups. Um, invest in God's mission. We have a brand new join team Clearwater Flyer because we had to put in some updates. So they're at the back table at the plug-in station. Um, we, it takes a lot of people, a lot of hands to do mobile church. And so, you're, so many of you are involved, and it's awesome. Um, if you haven't found a place yet, pick a team. Call the leader and help us out. We would love to get you involved because it's a great way to be involved in community as well in that way. Um, and um, if you're brand new, if this is your first Sunday, um, we have a plug-in station. So after the service, uh, our community life Pastor James Embry would love to meet you and give you some more information about our church. So for all of you who are new today, you're hearing a lot of our history, a lot of our vision, um, and meet with James right after the service. All right. What we're going to do this year, our ministry year, by the way, is September through August. So we've actually started into this year's ministry. What are we going to do? So these are the things we're committing ourselves to, uh, but every year it seems like we do more. But number one, we're going to do weekly worship services with uh, a children's program through sixth grade. And next Sunday, we're starting a new sermon series I'm very excited about, uh, titled Human. Uh, Who am I? Who Who does God say I am? And why does it matter? And as James and I have been penciling out these, uh, the topics for this series, it's going to be eight weeks long, um, it's amazing how uh, society or popular culture is fundament- has a fundamentally different understanding of what it means to be human on so many levels. And so it's good to be reminded of what the Bible says about who we really are. Um, next, journey groups for adults and teenagers. We've got a brand new directory came out last Sunday, and there are copies in the back. And James Embry can also fill you in on all the new groups. Yes, and in the bulletin, you'll notice that uh, there's information about a teenage journey group. And next week, we'll have sort of an updated directory, which will include that as well. Uh, connecting events. So I want to just stop a moment and talk about how connecting events get on the calendar. It's you guys uh, getting a vision for doing something fun and raising your hand and saying, uh, Mike, I have an idea, or James. James, I've got an idea. I think we should do a canoe trip on the Nancy Lake uh, trail system. Or, and, and then James says, great, you're going to lead that and coordinate it? What? <laughs> but if you say, yeah, sure, then, then James will ask, so what do you need from the church? Well, I need advertising and maybe some money and... And so if you guys step forward, that's how stuff gets on the calendar. And I know there have been some complaints about the guys having more fun stuff to do than the girls. Why is that, ladies, right? But actually, there's been hey, some movement. Women actually. have stepped up. All right. I, would, I had a backpack on my back this All summer right. that was like 40-some pounds with women. And it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be gender specific. We can do stuff together sometimes. We do. Softball. Woohoo! Now, uh, last year, we did everything we said we would do with one exception. We said we would do a quarterly connecting event for young adults, and we failed to do that. I apologize. We're rectifying that. In fact, we're going to do six this year. 
uh, six connecting events for younger adults, and the first one is this coming Friday, and it's in your bulletin, information in your bulletin. And then at, uh, on Friday, part of what you're going to do is brainstorm super cool things to do for the rest of the year. And so uh, it's a minimum of six. You can do more if you want, and we will put some money to that. So go have fun. We'll also have uh, a minimum of four connecting events for our teenagers. Yeah. Um, four all-church prayer meetings will be scheduled this year. Love it when we come together and pray together. It's awesome. So plan on those. Four outreach events. And Bill uh, went over some of the ones we did last year. We're looking for ideas. And you guys, you see stuff we don't see. So if the Lord lays on your heart uh, an, uh, an outreach event, an opportunity to reach out to our community, take the gospel to the lost. Would you please uh, step forward with that idea? Four service projects. And some of these ideas that we have in mind are doing the Christmas gifts again for Windler needy families. Windler is a Title I school, and they do have needs here. Um, the Windler teacher dinners are a great opportunity to serve um, twice a year at their conferences. Um, probably do action packs for refugees, sponsoring those packs. Um, so those are some things that we have in mind for this coming year. And if you have ideas, again, for service, yeah, similar to outreach, but outreach is more of getting the gospel out as well. So, and then service, a um, little bit of, yeah, there's a, some, a little semantic is it fuzzy? It's fuzziness and outreach Out. and services. Some of them, they're yeah. one and the same and so on. But Outdoor club for junior high students. We'll, ha- we'll do that again. And we're also going to do... Mission trip to Norvik. Plan that again next summer. Thank you, Greg. You, can, you signed up for a lifetime. See, that's what happens when you come forward with a good idea. Oh, you're in it for life. All right. Ah, oh, thank you, Melody. And Melody. And Melody. Although Melody uh, let you go alone this year, and then you had medical problems. <laughs> All right, we're going to. This is exciting. We're going to add a second service when this gets, uh, starts averaging 240, and that's after our little elementary kids take off. Uh, so last year we averaged 172 in the main service. When we begin to average 240, we will go to two services. And at that time, we will make a decision whether we're going to plant a church or add another campus. Okay. We're going to continue to give away 10% of all of the income um, that you give to the church. And that's going away to Christian ministries globally and locally. We will continue that. And we're finally, we're going to uh, save. We've actually been doing this from the beginning. We've been saving 10% uh, for expansion, for the expansion fund, expansion beyond Windler, and the elders actually upped that this year. So at the end of this ministry year, we'll have 175000 in that account, which is what the books say you need in order to plant a church. So we plan this time next year to have the money in place to uh, launch, uh, either, either plant a church or launch another campus. Super exciting. My Bible. Greg, we're gonna, Greg's going to come up and do a prayer of dedication, right? After I say some okay, more amazing, up, Greg. spiritually powerful things. Okay, here we go. <laughs> but he can get in place. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4. 
And so Paul is writing to the church in Corinth. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus, that in every way you were enriched in him, in all speech and all knowledge, even as the testimony about Christ was confirmed among you, so that you are not lacking in any gift as you wait for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will sustain you to the end, guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And you know what? That is, uh, that's not just true for the church in Corinth. That is true for us. And I want to underline um, that we are not lacking any gift. That's the reality. The Spirit of God has gifted us as a church community with everything we need to accomplish uh, what he, the task that he's called us to this next year. And so some of that gifting, I, I think, is untapped within us. And so I'm asking that you would uh, pray and ask, how does God uh, want you to step up this next year at Clearwater Church to help, uh, help us accomplish what he's called us to do and so that at next year's celebration we have even more things to thank the Lord for. Uh, it is just, you've got to understand how exciting this is for Sabrina and me to, uh, you know, four years ago this, was, this church was, um, it was an idea, it was a prayer, uh, it was, Lord, we hope and we're trusting, and look where we are today. It's a reality, and that's just so awesome. So It really was, Lord, we're stepping out in faith, and where do you want to take us? And God has been unfolding, so we need to keep seeking him. Um, where do you want to take us? What do you want to do? And yeah. we'll watch what he does. We watch what the Holy, how the Holy Spirit moves in you and our whole body. And so we've asked Greg to uh, just thank the Lord and, and uh, ask his favor on this upcoming ministry year. <clears throat> Lord, you said when you were here on earth that your father's house would be called a house of prayer. Lord, <clears throat> We don't meet in a traditional um, church building. We meet in a school that uh, gets set up and taken down each day. And, but, Lord, I just pray that everything we do as a body here, whether it's in this building or when it's out in our individual lives, God, that we will just um, be infused with... Um, a desire to bring our uh, needs to you, which that's, that's everything, right? That's everything in our lives. Just bring them to you, and um, we will be people who pray at home. We will be people who come prepared to pray here. We will be people known for, man, when we uh, had a need, we just, you know, brought it in Clearwater, you know, stepped into that with prayer and with um, with thanksgiving and with uh, praise and with petitions and with uh, all kinds of ways of connecting to you, Lord Jesus. 
and um, I just uh, dedicate this year that uh, of Clearwater's life that it will be uh, even more and more known for being a place where uh, the, the, the fragrance of prayer is lifted up. Amen.